It's time for Spotlight on KRWC and in studio with us on this second Tuesday of the month. Adam Wasting is with us from uh, Wright County Extension and we're going to talk about some upcoming events and uh, other things that are uh, coming up. Good to have you here. Hi, Tim. Good to be back. What's uh, new since we last talked? I think we talked last month to kind of lead off the the new year and we had some events to cover and you had some meetings and different things like that. Yeah, there's a lot going on right now in my world. Um, we got a we got a few different events coming up in the area in the next couple months. Um, kind of knew about some of these last time I was here, but maybe have some more details for you now. Sure. Um, we start with um, uh, Nitrogen Smart. This is kind of a seminar type thing that's coming up. It's a meeting workshop. Uh, day-long class sort of thing well kind of up to you how you want to handle it so the way this one is set up um a couple educators from the u will be coming up uh to annandale at st john's lutheran church on february 28th so in a couple weeks here um the way this one works is so it's all about nitrogen management uh, mainly centered around your traditional probably uh, corn and soy type farmers if you're some sort of specialty farmer or other things i'm sure there's still plenty of plenty of things you could get out of this meeting but it is going to be centered around that corn and soy type system probably um so the way this works is from nine to noon on the morning of february 28th will be the the fundamental session so that's just going through you know different sources of nitrogen how nitrogen can be lost from the soil whether it's leaching draining away um you know nitrification that sort of things so it just goes through some of the basics of your end management um, obviously farmers know probably the most important new plant nutrient that's out there uh, so just learning how to better manage that for your system to improve your bottom line um, and then so that's nine to noon and then one to four we get back at it and that's the advanced session so it's kind of optional how you handle this uh, if you have been attended a nitrogen smart workshop before and taken the beginner track um, that allow you can go ahead and just show up in the afternoon for the advanced session if you just want to do the fundamental session and come and you know have the afternoon to yourself not come back for the advanced session that's okay too so a lot of different ways you can go about this one but it is really helpful uh, to just kind of help think through a lot of those different things with handling your nitrogen applications now this is more of an informational one and it's it's not the uh, or maybe it is the, is it a required uh, thing like the we talked about some licensing last time yeah, so the MDA and different groups have new um, water quality rules. I'm not super versed on those, so I'm not exactly, I don't really want to get into the details of those, but this is not any sort of thing that's required. Okay. It, if you're in one of those areas where you need to be watching, you know, nitrate levels in water, that sort of a thing, um, it would be in just another tool to really help you get good at managing those systems. So um, definitely not a required thing. This isn't any sort of a legal situation. This is more so just getting better at you know you using this nitrogen to make as much money as you can and is it uh is it dealing with with timing of of applications and and when best to do it mm -hmm. it'll go into all the details of that um timing of applications type of nitrogen use you know different nitrogen sources um split applications alternative types uh doing soil and plant tissue testing to monitor the nitrogen levels in the plants and the soil uh just a lot of different things to, you know, really start to 
usually this word is kind of a negative, but kind of micromanage your nitrogen situation so that you're not losing any to leaching. None of it's washing off the top of the soil during a big, big rain event. Um, you know, using it as efficiently as you can so you get the most at the end of the season when it's fall that you can say that that nitrogen really paid off for you. Good. And location and uh, date again is? So it'll be February 28th at St. John's Lutheran Church in Annandale. And pre-sign up or just show up to it? Uh, you don't, there's no cost and there is no, um, there's no registration required. I think you can register. It would be kind of helpful for us just to kind of get an idea of how, what we all need there. Mm -hmm. um, so if you want to uh, go ahead and sign up for that. Otherwise, just go ahead and show up too, and we'll be happy to have you. Uh, this is sponsored or uh, sponsored, funded in part by the Minnesota Corn Growers. So thanks to them for helping us out with that. Um, and also, you can learn more about this online. I believe it's just z.umn.edu/nsmart, and that'll give you all the details too. And you can actually take this one online also. All right. Uh, next up is uh, something kind of mid-March here, and uh, go ahead and tell us about that one. Yeah, so this is uh, something that Extension is, we're doing in conjunction with SFA, uh, Sustainable Farming Association, and specifically the Crow River chapter. Um, so this will be March 14th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's really just a chance for growers to get together and talk about last year, talk about what's been working for them, maybe get new ideas or, you know, explore different things to help them out. This is really centered for fruit and vegetable growers. Uh, that's the main audience we're looking for. It's done in conjunction with the SFA's uh, annual event, but you don't need to be an SFA member to come to this. So, uh, and also I think they're doing a separate livestock track on this day too. So if you're a livestock producer and want to come join, you'll have a chance to go ahead and talk about your operations too. Okay. March 14th, uh, 9 to 2, and the location there again is? Oh, that's at the Dassel Historical Center Society. I'm not exactly sure what title they go by, but that's, so that's in Dassel, right across the county border, but um, it's kind of a big regional thing. I think we'll get some growers yeah. in the St. Cloud area, too, and that sort of thing. Good. From there, we go to Spring Days. Now, we talked about this last time. This is an annual event uh, that uh, the Master Gardeners put on, and it's been very popular over the years. Yeah, so my, or not my, our Wright County Master Gardeners are going back to work, uh, working, putting a lot of time into getting this all scheduled right now. Uh, yesterday, we just got a, our list of vendors that we have signed up so far. I think we have at least a dozen vendors signed up for the day. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun day. We have uh, Keith and Becky Swenson, who are the 2019 Wright County Farm Family of the Year. They're going to be doing the keynote at the beginning of the day. Uh, they grow peonies out by Howard Lake. Um, a lot of different topics, tomatoes, kokodama, which is kind of like a bonsai type type little uh, like moss pot that you make. I don't know exactly how to describe that one, but it's a fun little thing to, that you can build for your house. You're going to have some things even about you know spring birds in Minnesota, backyard chickens, and then a lot more of the traditional gardening stuff, new and underused perennials, food preservation, uh, things beneficial for pollinators, and that could go on and on. Um, if you want to know more, to sign up, register. I think it's $35. That's just springdays.org, and that'll give you all the information you need for that one. And this is back again at uh, St. Michael Albertville Middle School West. Yep, it'll be up there in St. Michael Albertville, and uh, 
we're using their middle school for the day, and that'll be really nice to use their facility. And we'll probably have a program, I would imagine, kind of dedicated to this before it uh, before it arrives. But it seems to me that there is uh, at least a lunch, or maybe there's two uh, things included yeah, there. Yeah, so that $35 also gets you breakfast and lunch. Yeah. I think breakfast is uh, maybe some fruit, but then just rolls, juice, stuff like that, coffee. And then lunch is sandwiches, I think, catered from Coburn's. Mm-hmm. And this has become uh, quite the event that draws from not only our immediate area, but all over the place. Yeah, you get up in that St. Michael Alberville area and you can pull people out of the cities. You're right on 94. You can draw from a big area. So I think they usually get, you know, up over a couple hundred people there and they give away door prizes. They have a silent auction. Um, just a lot going on, a fun-filled day if you like gardening or being outside in the summer. Still a lot of, a lot of people jumping on that backyard chicken uh, thing too. A lot of, a lot of folks uh, really find that it's, uh, fun and kind of therapeutic in a way yeah i mean they're fun little animals to have around not uh don't take a ton of maintenance like some other animals might so a uh, nice little thing to have in your backyard get some eggs from it maybe if you want and uh just yeah just a fun animal to have around all right so that is the 28th of march the uh, the annual uh wright county spring days or uh, put on by the uh, master gardeners and then uh Early April, hopefully we're thinking spring by that time, you've got a fruit and vegetable seminar coming up. Yeah, so that'll be uh, in Buffalo, just north of my office, actually, at the Wright County Highway Department. They have a nice little meeting room that we're going to use. We have Annie Claude, who is uh, U of M Extension's vegetable specialist. Uh, She's going to be talking about SWD exclusion netting. So even though she's the vegetable, well, actually, no, excuse me, she is the fruit specialist. So she's going to be talking about spotted wing drosophila and using netting to uh, keep them away from damaging your crops. SWD has become a very hot topic of big concern for a lot of people because it can really wipe out a crop and it's hard to really monitor for it. So it's been a tricky one that's getting more and more common sadly and so this is one way that you might be able to deal with it. Then we have Natalie Hoydall who is actually the vegetable specialist. Uh, she will be talking about disease prevention in vegetables. And then we have Gary Reuter, who is with the Minnesota Bee Lab. Uh, he's going to be talking about mutually beneficial systems for pollinators and your fruits and vegetables. So this will all be on April 8th from 1.30 to 4.30 at the Wright County Highway Department. A lot more people are really um, paying closer attention to the uh, pollinator situation and uh, honeybees and all kinds of things like that. Yeah, it's good to see people uh, taking an interest in this and doing their part to help out our pollinators. Uh, it's not really it's something that you see on a normal day is the effect that these pollinators are having, but there's no doubt that a lot of our plants, a lot of our food is dependent on these pollinators. It's also interesting that a lot of um, you know insects that we see that we don't really think of as pollinators, including you know butterflies and all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a ton of different types of pollinators. Pretty much anything that might land on a flower part of a plant and then fly over to the next plant is a pollinator because it might carry something along with it. So it could be butterflies. Uh, And then when you think of bees, it's not just normal honeybees. There's bumblebees. There's ground-nesting bees. Uh, The rusty-patched bumblebee has become a really hot topic in Minnesota because that's our state bee. Um, There's a ton of different pollinators. I feel like every week I might hear about a new bee or new wasp, some sort of pollinator that uh, people are trying to help out a little bit. 
We're talking with Adam Austing with the uh, University of Minnesota Extension Service. And uh, what else is going on as far as uh, what takes up your time during the days? Have you been able to get around and meet some more folks from the area? I've been meeting people slowly, um, doing a lot of planning right now for our summer events. I don't really have those listed because they're still all kind of in the works. Uh, We've been working on planning things like a farm slash tractor safety event at the Howard Lake Fairgrounds. Um, Hopefully that'll all come together. Some dairy stuff, maybe some horse stuff. A lot of different things are in the works right now, but that would all be coming up later this summer. So that's kind of what I've been working on now is a lot of planning, a lot of getting things ready for the year. Do you work in conjunction with uh, any of the neighboring county uh, educators? uh, And, you know, how frequently do you get together with them? I see them quite often. Um, There's a lot of different things we work on together. Actually, this tractor safety thing in Howard Lake, I'm working with Karen Johnson, who is the educator in Meeker-McLeod counties. Um, There, I've Stearns, Benton, and Morrison counties has a cool trio of people, and I work with all of them all the time. Um, so yeah, we're we work pretty well as a team and try to help each other out as we can. In fact, this fruit and veg seminar that I was just talking about is actually kind of a two day, four location kind of series where I think they're starting in Little Falls on the seventh in the morning. Uh, they're heading over to Alexandria. For that afternoon and then the next day they're going to be in i believe litchfield and then coming over at the end of april 8th to buffalo so we're stopped four out of four and then um annie natalie and gary can head back to the cities after that so kind of interesting to see the uh the slight variations from you know department to, or location to location uh because each um, county, or in some cases, it's you know a group of counties that has one office serving them, but they all have a little bit different uh, makeup, a little bit different land usage, and so it's 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 varied. Yeah, it is very interesting. Extension is kind of a unique a unique organization where we have local educators in counties, but then we also have regional educators. There is a regional office in St. Cloud as well. Um, and then you have state specialists, which is like what Annie and Natalie would be at that fruit and veg seminar. So that it is very unique. Um, it kind of goes by County as far as a local educator and what they do. A lot of counties don't have as much of a horticulture fruit and veg focus as Wright County. So they might be just egg production systems as a common title that you get for most of those just traditional conventional egg counties where, we're diverse enough from an agriculture and horticulture standpoint that I'm kind of getting pulled in a lot of different directions. Yeah. What are some of the uh, the producers up to these these next few weeks here? We're getting into, you know, mid-February here already, and depending how the, uh, the end of the winter goes, you know, uh, might be starting to think about spring here before too long. Yeah, I'm sure they're making plans for, you know, things like fertilizer applications already, uh, catching up on the book work. It's kind of tax season now. It's meeting season, so they have conferences and meetings and events to go to also. Um, so it's it's a very different look, but it doesn't mean they're not busy. They're still definitely all over the place, running errands, going into town to talk to their agronomist or their banker, doing things like that, getting things all squared away. So when it's spring and it's it's go time. They're ready to go, which hopefully will be in May this year, not late June. Boy, you said a mouthful there. That's for sure. We've had a couple of really 
trying springs followed by uh, trying summers. Um, we I think we talked just briefly last time too, and you know it's really even now still too early to predict, but it'll be interesting to see this year if, um, depending on how things go, of course, to see uh, if uh, if the plant is uh, planting season gets underway or is kind of forced to get underway early. <laughs> well, let's hope we get we just get a good spring. Um, I heard this probably a few weeks ago already that they were predicting for the rest of the winter and early early spring. They were really looking at uh, at the at at this to be a cooler and a wetter finish to our winter and the start of our spring. Um, so far, that hasn't really been happening it's been mild and sunny and beautiful outside for the most part i know today is going to get cold 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 by tomorrow but um so hopefully they're wrong on that one and hopefully we can kind of just ease into spring like we should i think a lot of parts of the state are kind of uh, really monitoring this um uh, potential flooding situation too because we went into the uh, winter so wet you know mm-hmm. a lot of areas had you know record rainfalls and a lot of the uh, river levels etc were kind of up to start with and now you get uh you get melt off and who knows but Mm -hmm. yeah i think we've been kind of fortunate unless you're a snowmobiler or you know outdoor person that really likes the snow i'd say we've been kind of fortunate um without getting those big storms earlier this week the southern part of the state just got a ton of snow and we know up in the northwest and northern parts of the state they've been getting a lot more snow than us too so um, hopefully our flooding situation isn't bad. They're probably a little bit more concerned than we are uh, because they do have all that water. And, of course, everything was wet when it froze up this yeah. fall or winter. So it's probably going to be a little messy. We will keep an eye on it. Adam Austin, our guest uh, with the University of Minnesota Extension Service Office here in Wright County. Give us a quick phone number where they can reach you if they have questions. Yeah, so go ahead and call our office in Buffalo. Uh, That number is 763-682-7394. And, of course, you can always shoot me an email also at a-a-u-s-t-i-n-g at u-m-n dot e-d-u. Very good, sir. Nice of you to uh, stop by. And next month we might talk with 4-H, I guess, but uh, we'll probably... Uh, maybe talk to you before the Spring Days event here, too. Yeah, I'll try to get in here before Spring Days. We can do a little deeper dive on what that's going to all be about. Sounds good. Bring some bring some Master Gardeners with you. That would be fun. Yeah, I'll see if I can get a couple of them up here. All right. That's our spotlight for you for today here on KRWC.